Welcome to a Friday afternoon, a Facebook Live Friday afternoon from Kroger Field. Brian Milam, Alex Walker, Lee K. Howard. Media Day 2019 is in the books. And for Alex, it's his first time. For you and us, uh, for you and me, we've done it a lot. But, man, these, these guys are loose, aren't they? Yeah, they were having a good time. And that was kind of the, the spirit that you got from these guys. I think this event every year, they kind of open up a little bit more. They haven't started practice just yet. They're ready to have a good time, ready to put that jersey on, some of them for the first time. So it's always a fun time at Media Day. And, and kind of in typical fashion today, Alex being his first, we gave him a lot of the freshmen. Yeah. And I am the Media Day freshman, right? <laughs> True. Right. Rookie debut. First of all, 29 days away from that Murray State or from Toledo game. So it's it feels like football season is right upon us. But, yeah, the freshmen, man, they're in a good spot, right? I mean, they're joining a program on the up, upward right. trajectory, and uh, they were very loose, having a good time. A lot of personalities for a freshman class. You're always wondering if these guys going to be quiet. They're going to be, you know, have a good personality. A lot of them very well spoken, ready to go, especially the defensive backs that are going to have a chance to, to play pretty early. And that is the one question mark for this ball club right now. Uh, defensive line looks good. Linebackers good. Quarterback is growing and maturing. Running backs as a collective group, not too bad. But certainly the secondary. And maybe the passing game in general for Kentucky because Eddie Grant said it's time for the wide receivers to step up. And then the guys who are going to throw on Kentucky, the secondary, they are going to have a lot to come to come up with in a short amount of time. Yeah, but I always liked the responses that we got today when we were talking about that depleted secondary, and they lost quite a few guys to the draft as well last year. And all those guys are saying the right things right now. Next man up, it's my turn. So I, I like that a lot of them are seeing some of the things that maybe a lot of people would see as negatives. They're mm -hmm. seeing as positives. They're, they're seeing as an opportunity to step up and, and get on the field and play meaningful playing time. And the one guy in particular is, is Moses Douglas. He's going to be playing free safety. He's going to have the opportunity to play early and often and he said look that news devastated the secondary room you know that obviously hurt but he said look I'm going to be relied on early and often to play he said me and Yusuf Cork are going to have to step up MJ Devonshire another freshman to mm -hmm. keep an eye on as a guy an impact guy that can come into the secondary right away and make plays but you'd like to see that that they kind of are embracing that challenge and they want to make that impact early on when Mark Stoops took over this program a lot of fans said we want an air raid we want a Hal Mummy 2.0 type offense. It has been anything but since Stoops took over. It has been a ground and pound. It has been defense, defense, run the ball. We worry about passing the ball later. Eddie Grand was asked today if, you know, he had been handcuffed a little bit on his play calling. He said, my job is to win the game, yeah. you know. And instead of passing for 4,000 yards and 3,000 yards, there's been a lot of 1,000-yard rushers here. Yeah, give Eddie Grant and the offensive coaching staff a lot of credit because I think what they've done more so than just kind of stereotype themselves as a ground-and-pound team or an air raid team, they've just kind of developed their offense as according to their personnel. Yeah. In the last couple of years, they had a guy in the backfield named Benny Snell. And, of course, that's the guy you want to run the offense through. I think this year, more than even the, the past couple of years, they're going to run that offense through Terry Wilson and try to highlight some of his strengths and they're going to be a little bit more of a balance. They've got some guys in the backfield that are coming, uh, A.J. Rose, uh, Rodriguez, those guys who can really run the ball, and they're going to get opportunities. But I think they're going to give Terry Wilson some opportunities to really get that passing game going as well. Did you get to talk to Cavassier Smoke? Love that guy. <laughs> no, I love awesome. the name. Yeah, that, And what I like about them, too, is 
I think they know that there's not going to be one dominant guy getting all the carries. A.J. Rose will step in right away and be that first guy getting the ball. But I, Rodriguez and Smoke, we saw glimpses of what they could do, that Louisville game. Right. I believe it was, was it Middle Tennessee. You know, Murray, Murray, Murray State, where like, you're like, he's carrying, Chris Rodriguez was yeah. carrying guys down the field. Benny Snell's gone, but they have three backs that can all do it in different ways. So I think early on we're going to see a lot of split carries, a lot of different looks, which opposing defenses are probably going to hate that because they're going to be watching a film. Which guy do we key in on? You can't key in on any of those guys. But, yeah, Smoke's got the best name. The other good name for media day is Tay-Tay Crooms, which is your guy. You're mentioning the passing That's attack. Right. I'm like, do you want – I know you like the running backs, but do you want him to pass the ball a little more so you can get involved? And he's like, yeah, I'm that deep ball guy. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I want to be the guy that's you know, getting these 80-yard touchdowns. They so, need a yeah. guy like that. Exactly. And he's got a great name. Tay-Tay Crooms, your butler guy. That's right. Yeah. Butler Bear, and uh, he's going to be one of the up-and-coming receivers that this club needs. Uh, real quick, though, want to talk about the off- offensive line and the defensive line. Offensive line, Landon Young had the big injury last year. They are loaded with experience up front. Defensive line, they are ready to go. They were not cocky. They were <laughs> not arrogant. They were extremely confident about their game. And my man, Phil Hoskins and Calvin Taylor, giving some great sound bites today. I'm going to call it borderline cocky, though. I think you're giving them a little bit too much. I'm trying to be nice. They are definitely confident. <laughs> Phil Hoskins is, is one of the biggest personalities no on doubt. the team. And no that's doubt. great, coming uh, one of the biggest players on the team as well. And he, along with some of the other defensive linemen that we talked about, they kind of feel like they've got a chip on their shoulder because people are talking about either the linebackers trying to replace uh, a guy like Josh Allen yeah. or another main storyline is the defensive backs trying to replace guys. Nobody's really talking about the defensive line, and I think a lot of them are over there going, hey, what about <laughs> us? We're pretty good. And, and I think they're going to have to rely a lot on those guys coming back on the defensive line. Well, you got to stop the run of the SEC, and you have to stop the run in football. You could pass for a – how many teams have you really seen win titles where they just pass, 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 pass? There's got to be that time, Alex, when you've got to ground and pound, chew up the clock, and show who's the better team out there. And they will. And I think they had that the mentality that they can start bullying people instead of the one getting bullied. And I think they've embraced that mentality. And that defensive line that you were talking about, they're going to have to step up in a huge way just because of that depleted secondary. If they can be a dominant unit this season – and really rattle opposing quarterbacks. They're not facing the cream of the crop in terms of SEC quarterbacks. I'd say lower tier, which helps. And if I think if they can impose their will on the defensive line and take some of that pressure off of the secondary, that could be huge for this unit. And I think that's going to be the big key early on. Well, I think when you run a 3-4 defense, the front seven, they've got to control the situation while the secondary gets their feet wet and catches up and figures out how to do whatever it is they need that Coach Klinkscale and the guys need them to do because we cannot overestimate or underestimate the uh, importance of Devontae Robinson's uh, injury. Uh, you can't overstate it enough. That is devastating to a, to a side of the ball or to a unit that really has brand new faces out there. Yeah, but those guys are ready to step up. Uh, talking about the linebackers and, and stepping up in the absence of Josh Allen, I, I loved what Cash Daniel talked about today. He is that guy now that those linebackers are looking to as kind of their leader. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he had some of that last year, but really this year, I mean, Cash is the leader on that defense out there. And there's a lot of young linebackers, the, the Oats and, and Square yeah. and all those guys. <laughs> and you can tell they look at Cash as a big brother. And, and they love being around him. And, and I think that linebacker group is in a really good spot this year with the, the young talent and Cash as their leader. And those young faces last year, like you mentioned, were Chris and DeAndre. 
even that incoming class, when you get these better recruiting classes, the guys look ready to play as freshmen. Yes, they do. Yeah. I saw someone walking in. I was like, goodness. Like, J.J. Weaver, like, he's one of those guys. He's massive, and he could be a guy who could step in right away and contribute and give those guys some rest. You know? So when you see guys, like what you were saying earlier, they look good getting off the bus. Yeah. And UK's starting to get to that caliber of recruiting where the freshman class comes in, and they look like the, the sophomores and the juniors mm-hmm. of UK pass, which is cool. Yeah, football has definitely taken a uh, a massive step forward in physical conditioning. When I, as you know, and, and folks out in TV land and internet land do not know, when I have some free time, I go back through uh, the archives of the '80s so I can log some things in the '90s. They didn't look like these guys. <laughs> no. Football has taken on a brand new meaning in terms of physicality. Mark Stoops, that was one of his major issues today. He said, "Folks." I said it seven years ago. It's hard to believe this is going to be. He's been here seven years. But he said, we're going to be physical, and they now look like an SEC team. Yeah, they look the part. When they get off the bus, they look the part. And, more importantly, when they get on the field and they line up against the other teams in the SEC, they look the part. I thought last year in that Florida game was the first opportunity that we saw, oh, okay, this team really is – they have the same Joes as the Florida Joes now. I mean, and for so many years, Kentucky football had to – they had a guy here or there on the line, and they had to kind of, you know, help out each other where they were maybe a little bit smaller or not as big or not as fast. They're right there with everybody else in the SEC. I want to be – I want to get in that conditioning program. Yeah. So maybe a couple days, get us up to speed. Hold your breath. Hold your tripod, be able to hold your tripod yeah. a little better. So. It's going to take more than a couple of days, Alex. Yeah, you talked about the Florida Months. Joes, and coaches will say, hey, you got to you can't win without the Jimmies and the Joes. Well, UK for – for the longest time, just had the Jimmies. Yeah. Like now they have the Jimmies and the yeah. Joes, and they've got things <laughs> in between. Let me ask you this: favorite yeah. moment of media day? Did you have one or two? Or <sighs> not? Uh, you know, I was inside. You guys were outside while I was inside with Stoops and Grant and White. Uh, but outside, probably, and I can't wait to show it. It's got to be Drake Jackson when That's he good. starts talking about. He's a very good impersonator. Mm-hmm. And last year he did Mark Stoops. Okay, okay, guys, okay, guys. <laughs> well, we asked him to impersonate a few other people, and we'll, you'll have to tune into television to see those impersonations. That's a tease. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite moment was Cash Daniel. I mean, he had the biggest amount of media around sure. him, and, and rightfully so. He's the biggest personality in some ways on this team. And we actually asked a couple of the other players to give us their 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 Cash Daniel impersonations. Some of them were actually pretty good. So uh, I, they had some good, good fun with that. I think mine was just the fact that these freshmen all – they had eerily similar messages about number one, we came here because of Vince Merrow and some of the coaching staff because they were truthful and told them how it is. They said some of these other big time schools were just saying stuff just to get them to come there, just not empty promises, if you will. Yeah. They were like, we came here because they kept it real and they kind of laid out the fabric like, look, you guys can be a part of a class to continue the upward trend of this program. And they were all excited about that. I said, I asked them, like, do you feel, do you feel the buzz? Do you feel the energy? From the first day they got here in the spring, a lot of them said, yeah, we, we kind of feel the buzz, we feel the excitement, and they want to be a part of that. And that's why these recruiting classes continue to climb in the rankings because they like being a part of this, which was really cool. We hope you like, you've enjoyed being a part of Facebook Live from <laughs> Kroger Field. Uh, we're going to wrap it up so we can get back to the station and put together another, ooh, 11 hours of work <laughs> or so. But uh, for Alex, for Lee K, I'm Brian, and to do what Cash Daniel does, hey, we'll see you later. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.